0: blog talk radio
1: welcome to another edition of that's entertainment I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs broadcasting live from the NYC for the next hour I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Jamie Fox Aaron Carter Ray Romano Simon Cowell Sam Smith and a whole lot more so don't go anywhere I'll be right back after these messages
0: hey dad your prescription will be ready in just a minute hey dad your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey. Why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can. But it's just as important to take time for yourself. AARP can help. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org slash caregiving. That's aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ed
1: Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones. Here's where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, just click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. One, that's 347-637-2656 six, six, and press the number 1. Also like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash deathsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deathsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S entertain and the number 1. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14. That's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T-Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S. Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 61 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again tuning in and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or late afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for showing your love and support, as always. Well, you know, I was on a 2 weeks hiatus. I went on vacation with my family, but I'm back, back better than ever. And this week we're going to be talking about um, two weeks ago we found out that actor Jamie Fox was hospitalized uh, after suffering a, a mystery medical complication. We're going to see if there's any updates on his uh, Healthcare. Also, this week we finally found out the cause of death of singer Aaron Carter. we tell you uh, what the coroner uh, said what his cause of death was. Ray Romano is opening up about a recent wake-up call involving his heart health. We'll talk about that. Simon Coward is 100% sure that he's going to launch a new singing show. And uh, Sam Smith has sparked some yet another controversy about his recent performance. And uh, former Menudo singer Roy Rosello claimed that he was sex- sexually abused by Jose Menendez whose sons Eric and uh, his son Eric and Lyles uh, was famously convicted in 1996 for killing both their parents. And that's just the beginning of the show So let's get started uh, First of all, how has everybody been? How your week been so far? You know it's Wednesday Only a few more days before the start of the weekend I know here in New York we had some great weather uh, the, We reached 80 at one point last week But now today it's back on the little chilly side But uh, it, I heard that the, the we is going to go back up Get warmer again this weekend So let's get started. Uh, Actor Jamie Foxx has remained hospitalized in Georgia a week after he suffered a mystery medical complication. Uh, The Oscar winner experienced the issue last Tuesday, but wasn't taken to the hospital in an emergency vehicle and was not on set at the time of his uh, the, of the incident of his recent movie uh, He is currently filming Netflix comedy Back in action in Atlanta With uh, my good friend Cameron Diaz Glenn Coase and Kyle Chandler The production resumed later last week With a stunt double and photo double Standing in for Fox Now multiple reports state that the movie Is scheduled to wrap this week But it's unknown if Fox will return To shoot any more scenes Now while Fox family hasn't said What caused the health scare. He is reportedly still undergoing testing to figure out what exactly happened, though his condition is reportedly improving. According to Entertainment Tonight, Fox is doing okay, thankfully, and has been surrounded by his family. Now, Corinne Fox The actor's daughter wrote in a statement posted to Instagram last Wednesday, she said, quote, we wanted to share that my father, Jamie Foxx, experienced a medical complication, luckily due to quick action and great care. He's already on his way to recovery. We know how beloved he is and appreciate your prayers. Uh, The family asked for privacy during this time, unquote. Back in Action is Diaz's first film since 2014's Annie, which also starred Fox. The two also appeared together in 1999, Any Given Sunday. Uh, As you guys know, I had the opportunity to meet uh, Cameron Diaz. I was part of a book that she did about... uh, She was talking about aging, and uh, I made the cut as one of the 50 women on that cover of the book. Um, Unfortunately, I can't remember the name of the book. Isn't that sad? I don't even remember the name of the book. But eventually, um, I will hopefully one day. I have the book somewhere. I just have to find it. But, um, yeah, so uh, Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital. They don't know what caused his medical emergency, so hopefully hopefully in a couple weeks we'll find out what, you know, put him under like that. But um, we're all saying prayers and giving out his well wishes to him. Um, We just found out that uh, what was the cause of death of singer Aaron Carter, uh, the musician who was 34 at the time of his death, drowned after inhaling... uh, uh, deflu- uh, defluorathane and taking alprazolam, According to the Los Angeles County, County uh, Medical Examiner, uh, deflu- defluorathane is like a gas often used in cans of compressed air, which can be huffed to produce a high, while uh, alpro- alprozolam, no alprozolam is the generic form of a brand named Xanax. Now the report obtained by People states states that uh, Carter was incapacitated while in the bathtub as the drugs took effect, slipping under the surface of the water and ultimately drowning. Now, TMZ was first to report the news. Carter was found dead at his home in Lancaster, California, on November 5th. Police sources told people at the time that he was found in his bathtub by a house sitter and that there were prescription pills and drug paraphernalia in his bedroom. The insider said at the time that it, uh, it was believed Carter likely lost consciousness and drowned. Now, drowning is the third leading cause of unintentional injury death around the world, according to the organization Stop Drowning Now, and alcohol use is involved in nearly one in four emergency department visits for drowning per the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Now, singers Whitney Houston and Dolores O'Rourdon of the Cranberries were also both determined to have died in their bathtubs by accidental drowning while under the influence. Houston had cocaine in her system when she died in the tub of a Los Angeles hotel room in 2012, while O'Rordan, uh had alcohol and prescription medication in hers when she died in 2018 in a London hotel. Now, a told people shortly after his death that Carter was still reeling from the sudden death of several family members, including his sister Leslie, who died of an overdose in 2012 at the age of 25, and dad Robert, who died in 2017 of an apparent heart attack. Now, Carter had faced legal troubles and struggled with addiction over the years for which he sought treatment. He was pulled over for suspicion of DUI less than a week before his death, but officers found that he wasn't under the influence after conducting a field sobriety test, and that's according to TMZ. Ray Romano is opening up about a recent wake-up call involving his heart health. The Everybody Love Raymond alum appeared on the latest episode of the uh, WTF with Mark uh, Maron podcast and revealed that he he underwent a procedure after 90% of the main artery in his heart was blocked, which could have led to a Widowmaker heart attack. Now, the actor explained that he struggled with his cholesterol for the past 20 years, and his doctor kept suggesting he take medication for it. However, he said he would always go back to unhealthy habits and couldn't maintain the result leading up to, his, to the block artery. Now, Romano said, quote, now because I'm on the meds, my cholesterol dropped right away. If I could go back 20 years, I would have gone on the meds. It was hard for me to sustain that diet stuff, unquote. He also admitted that he's now pre-diabetic. The somewhere in Queenstar star added that he never felt like he was getting old until the health scare. He said, quote, man, saying 50 was weird, but saying 60, it sounds foreign. It sounds fake, you know. I know in my head I don't feel that old. In my body, I'm getting a couple of notices that I am that old, unquote. Earlier this month, Romano told Entertainment Tonight that he decided to see a cardiologist after experiencing chest pain during work. You know, that is so true. You know, when you reach a certain age in your life, you 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 don't feel old, you know. You 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 know that you're a certain age, but you you still feel like you got the vibrance. You're still walking around. You're still mobile. You still, you know. You're not feeling the aches and pains until the day come when, okay, I'm feeling the, the the aches and pains are coming out of the blue. Um, you know, you notice you're slowing down, and you you know, and I there's a saying that says. You're only old as you feel, and, it, and it's so true because you, feel, you don't feel your age because, you, you know, you, you feel fine, you, you're mobile, you feel on top of the world, you don't have any aches and pain until the day come where you start to feel body aches, pain that you never knew existed, and then when you go to the doctor, it's saying, you know, the doctor's telling you you're, you're getting old. And it is a low blow i mean I know a lot of people feel they don't a lot of people don't um wanna look at themselves as getting older or they don't wanna they don't want to admit that hey, I'm at this age and i'm they're not accepted of it, you know. So I can understand where he's coming from, but, uh, you know, your your head tells you one thing, but your body tells another, you know. <laughs> your body tells a another thing. Um, Simon Cowell um, is 100% sure that he's going to launch a new singing show next year will mark the 20th anniversary of the 63-year-old The X Factor show, and there has been reports it could be resurrected for a surprise return in some form to mark the date. However, when asked if he had any plans to revive the show for his birthday, Simon told the son he instead wants to create a new talent show, launching new careers. Now, this is what Simon said. He said, quote, I always wanted to do something, whether it's, BGT, Britain's Got Talent, or another show where you can find artists who need a break. And luckily over the years, the show I may have launched an awful lot of careers. I think these shows, particularly now with so many kids trying to get attention, and with 120,000 songs being uploaded online every day, everybody needs a secondary platform. I don't know what we're going to do about the anniversary, but in terms of are we going to make another singing show at some point, the answer is definitely a yes, unquote. The X Factor, which launched in 2004 and last year on ITV in 2018, helped launch the careers of all acts, including One Direction, Little Mix, and Andrew, uh, Alexandra Burke, across its 14 series. And Sam Smith has sparked yet another controversy with the, his uh, performance. The English singer-songwriter have drawn back have drawn backlash over. Satanic and sexualized performance after he uh, kicked uh, the, uh, his tour Wednesday night, uh, April 12th in Sheffield. Uh, on the Glory, Gloria the Tour show, the Grammy Award winner, who is now uh, who is non-binary, binary and uses they them pronouns, featured religious imagery and dressed in a series of racy looks. Uh, They wore red devil horns, sheer veils, and wire crowns before changing into a nipple tassels and fishnets. Needless to say, some of the concert girls were appalled by what they saw with Internet Personality Oil London among those criticizing Sam's performance. The 33-year-old who had criticized what he called gender ideology after he converted to Christianity said that on stage he performed a strip routine while in fetish gear. And he was saying, is this appropriate for kids? Another blasted the unholy singer in a disgusting, centonic pervert describing Sam Smith like that. Um, any serious society would give this demon the old yellow treatment. And a third critic said that the whole performance is satanic. However, there were still a few who enjoyed the show. Uh, one person said it was immac- he, that Sam Smith's voice was immaculate. Uh, he's an incredible performer, superb stage setup, top singer and musician. That's what someone also raved. Another one also gushed that said that Sam Smith did not disappoint. Love, 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 unquote. Now, this isn't the first time Sam drew backlash over their stage performance. Uh, early this year, the Stay With Me hitmaker was slammed five Following their unholy performance with Kim Petras at the 2023 Grammy Awards, Uh, some viewers likened the extravagant performance to uh, devil-worshipping with uh, Texas Senator Ted Cruz denouncing the production as evil. Mm, Wow. Right now we have here uh, 15 minutes after the hour If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition Of That's Entertainment I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibb Where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news Celebrity news and pop culture If you like the show and you want to know more about it Make sure you click on the follow up button On top of the show page That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live Also we're on Facebook Like our page Go to facebook.com That's radio, Follow on Twitter at That's Entertain1, that's T-H-A-T-S Entertain. And the number 1, you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Former Menudo singer Roy Rosello claimed he was sexually abused by Jose Menendez, whose sons Eric and Lyle Menendez were famously convicted in 1996 for killing both their parents. The boy band star, who's now 51, made his starling accusation in the upcoming docu-series, Menendez and Menudo, Boys Betrayed, an excerpt from that Peacock streaming program that aired Tuesday on NBC's Today. He claimed the abuse happened in Menendez's New Jersey home when uh, Rosello was 14 years old. Now, Rosello said, looking at what appeared to be a photo of Menendez, he said, quote, that's the man here that raped me. This guy, that's the pedophile. The pedophile, uh, pedophile. Uh, according to Rosello, he was drugged before the alleged sexual assault. Now, it was in the Menendez family, Beverly Hill, Mansion that, that the brothers killed their parents with multiple shotgun blasts in 1989. Lyle and Eric Menendez, then 21 and 18 years old respectively, at the time of the crimes, contended their father sexually abused them. They accused their mother of turning a blind eye to the alleged abuses. Now, Jose Menendez was a music executive at RCA, which worked with Menudo. The Menendez brothers were convicted in a high-profile trial that generated national headlines. They were separately sent to prison but reportedly reunited at San Diego's Richard J. Donovan Correctional Center in 2018. Now, Rosella will likely expand on his experience when Menendez and Menudo, Boys Betray, airs on May 2nd. It was a member of the popular band from 1983 to 1986. He was, he was a member at the time and earned a Grammy nomination in 1985. Now, Rosello uh, previously accused Menudo manager Elguardo Diaz of sexually abusing him when he was a teenager. The music manager declined to address that charge in a 2014 interview. Lau Menendez married twice while in prison, according to People, and Eric Menendez also found a wife while behind bars. And BTS star J-Hope became the boys' band's second member to join the South Korean Army on Tuesday. J-Hope, who's now 29, entered a boot camp at uh, Wonju, about 55 miles southeast of Seoul. He shared a video with fans on Monday that showed him sporting a buzz cut. He said, quote, I'll see you again. All South Korean men are required to serve between 18 and 21 months in the military by age 28. There are exceptions for certain athletes and celebrities, but K-pop stars like BTS are not included. However, they were granted permission to delay enrollment until reaching age 30. The group's oldest member, Jen, became the first to join when he enlisted in December of 2022. The five remaining members, RM, Suga, Jimin, V, and Jungkook, also are also set to enlist one by one in the coming years. Now, BTS fans, ironically also known as BTS Army, gather outside the base camp in one to send their best wishes to J-Hope, just as they did for Jin before his enlistment. BTS management agency big hit had begged fans not to overwhelm the site, but no major incident was reported on Tuesday And throughout 2022 as jen approached enlistment age South Korean citizens and lawmakers debated whether BTS members should have to serve Public opinion polls were divided and legislators did not agree to carve out an exception in October 2022 big Hit announced that all seven stars would serve. The agency said other members of the group plan to carry out their military service based on their own individual plans. Sugar will most likely be the next member to enroll. Four months earlier, BTS announced a hiatus as the group members went their own way to focus on solo projects. Roman had swirled about potential reunion once all seven complete their military service. Yeah. Now it it was just as hard when we saw Jen go in, and it's even just as harder to see Jay Hope go in because you know Jay Hope his he's his his personality is very infectious. He's so likable and funny, and that laugh that he has, that laughter of his, is just he just makes you want to laugh. It's very contagious. So and then once again we have to go through this five more times. So. It gets harder every single time, and as a I'm, I'm Army as well. I'm a big fan of BTS. It's hard to see them going in like this one one by one, but uh, hopefully they come back bigger and stronger, and 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 just you know full of sunshine and as they always are. Uh, right now we have here about uh, 36 minutes left remaining in the show. Um, 50 Cents and Mel Gibson um, have been tapped to star in the indie film Boneyard. And according to the Hollywood Reporter, the upcoming project will be a crime thriller inspired by true events following an FBI agent, played by Gibson, hunting for a notorious serial killer dubbed the Bone Collector. However, the situation grows increasingly unhinged when the Albuquerque police chief deduces that serial killer may be one of their own. Now the movie is currently being shot in Las Vegas and will also star Brian Van Holt and Nora Zutner. Colin Bates and Vincent McDaniel are set to produce Boneyard while Asif Akbar will handle uh, directing duties. Boneyard has yet to receive an official release date uh, elsewhere, 50 Cent, uh, who we all know as Curtis Jackson, has selected Nicki Minaj for his animated series Lady Danger. Deadline reported that Minaj would lead the Amazon v animated series, which is also executive produced by 50 and Nicki. The comic book show will be created under the Business Manager G-Unit Film and TV banner. The Dark Horse comic takes place in 2075. It follows a government-filled agent left for dead by her unit after uncovering a dangerous secret only to be resurrected as the title character. Reborn as Lady Danger, the agent is described as an Afrofuturistic ass-kicking agent of BOOT, uh, no, Booty, which is, stands for Bureau of Organized Terrorism Intervention. Uh, to complete her mission with no hiccup, danger must suppress her true identity while fighting to exterminate villi- villains uh, threatening Earth and humanity's livelihood. Mm. And uh, ahead of the Nashville stop... On their Legacy Tour, New Edition commemorates their four decades as a group with a special pop-up event at the National Museum of African American Music. On Sunday, April 16, all six members, Bobby Brown, Ralph Trevan, Michael Bivens, Ricky Bell, Johnny Gill, and Ronnie DeVoe attended the event and speak about their careers with the Museum of African American Music. Uh, Director of Marketing and Communications, Candace Jones, and local radio host, Sissy Brown, from 92Q, the Kenny Smooth Morning Show. The celebration was also held in tandem with New Edition Special Exhibit, which will be on display through June. Fans were welcome to join the men in the festivities as Trevent kicked off an impromptu serenade of the 1988 hit, If It Isn't Love. Now, President CEO H. Beecher Hicks III and the Recording Industry Association of America, SVP of Artists and Industry Relations, Jackie Jones, surprised the group with plaques commemorating the rarity of earning four platinum albums, Home Again in 1996, Heartbreak in 1988, All for Love in 1985, and New Edition in 1984. The men are set to wrap up their legacy tour with Guy Tang and Keith Sweat at the end of the month. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, Right now we have uh, 33 minutes uh, after uh, Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Kid Cudi He's adding another notch to his Television resume I'll tell you what that's all about Halle Berry and Angeline Jolie Are setting a star in and produce A new film And according to Deadline, the outlet Claim that Warner Brothers Has acquired the movie In an intense multi-studio Bidding war <laughs> And uh guitarist and music royalty and once-reluctant singer, the Third III, uh, has passed away at 59. I'll tell you what happened. And Keith Nail, a beloved Survivor contestant who appeared on season 29 and 31 of the CBS hit reality show, has died as well. And Netflix is canceling their DVD by mail rental service. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture. Everyone's afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Park Radio. Right now, we got 27 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from BTS, Park Jamming, and... Uh, like crazy you know congratulations to jimmy because his song like crazy was the number one song on billboards two weeks ago but unfortunately he had a uh, the song had dropped dramatically like it went was like 40 something on the ledge. was i found it hard to believe but he he reached number one two weeks ago and then And I don't know if he's not getting enough record play. I don't know, but uh, congratulations for even reaching number one. Uh, I know that the Army was very ecstatic that he uh, got the number one position, and uh, we found out that RM, who's also another BTS member, uh, co-wrote the song as well. Uh, Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that Kid Cudi is adding another notch to his television resume. The 39-year-old has been tapped for Knuckles, a Sonic the Hedgehog spin-off series. Now, Knuckles is set to appear on Paramount Plus. It's based on the video game-turned-film character of the same name, who was one of Sonic's foes before they became friends. In this series, he barks on an emotional journey while training his protege Wade on how to be an echidna warrior, according to Deadline. Now, Kid Kelly will stand next to acting legends like uh, Idris Elba. He's set to reprise his role as Knuckles, and Tika Sumter will reprise her role as Maddie. Other cast members include uh, Edie Patterson, uh, Julian Barrett, and Ellie Taylor. Knuckles is currently in production set between Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Sonic the Hedgehog 3. The series will release in December of 2024. And as for music, Kid Cudi is gearing up to headline Lyrical Lemonade Summer Smash Festival alongside Future and Playboy Cardi. The festival will be held at Chicago's uh, C. Geek Stadium from June 23rd to June 25th, Little uh, Uzi Vert, Glorilla, Trippy Reed, I-Spice, and Central Sea also, are also billed as performers for the weekend. Halle Berry and Angeline Jolie are set to star and produce a new film entitled Maud vs. Maud. According to Deadline, the outlet claimed that Warner Brothers. Acquire the movie in an intense multi-studio bidding war <coughs> Excuse me. Now details surrounding Maud versus Maud Have been relatively tight-lipped But the upcoming project has been described As a Bond versus Bourne type of global action thriller With filming locations to be revealed later Now the project will also be the first time The two icons will share the screen in their story careers But both women are familiar with the action genre Now, Angelina, she starred in the 2010 action-packed Salt, playing a CIA officer on the run after being accused of Russian affiliation. Meanwhile, Barry became a fan favorite, playing Sofia Alzoa in 2019 John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum and as Jackie Justice, a disgraced UFC fighter in Netflix (laughs) Bruise. Between the pair, the actresses have graced the screen in thrillers such as Die Another Day, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the original X-Men trilogy, Laura Croft, Tomb, Ra- Tomb Ra- Raider, and more. Maud vs. Maud has yet to be given a release window, and the movie's supporting cast has yet to be revealed guitar's music loyalty and once reluctant singer Otis Redding III is dead at 59 according to his family the guitar playing son of Otis Redding Jr whose 1960 classic include The Dock of the Bay and These Arms of Mine was three years old when his famous father died in the 1967 plane crash Redding III also sang on occasion when he toured with soul singer Eddie Floyd Floyd told him he'd have to perform a few of his dad's hits he told main. TV station WCSH uh, in 2018 that when Redden Third told Floyd I Don't Sing, the soul singer known for his hit including Knock on Wood told him that that was about to change. Now, during that interview, Redding III conceded his own musical ambitions were eclipsed by his dad's enormous legacy. Redding III enjoyed some success with the Reddings, which he formed with his brother Dexter Redding and singer Mark Lockett. The 1980 debut single, Remote Control, made the Billboard Hot 100. They continued performing through 1988. Redding III then went on to play as a solo performer, including the 2018 gigs at the Apollo Theater and Carnegie Hall to commemorate the 50-year anniversary of his father's death. Asked if there was one thing most people don't know about his father, Redden third replied that the most famous song his dad wrote may have been Respect, which became a huge hit for Aretha Franklin. Keith Nail, a beloved Survivor contestant who appeared on season 29 and 31 of the CBS hit reality show, has died. He was 62. His death was confirmed by his son and fellow Survivor contestant, Wes Nail, in a statement um, by ET. Now, Wes told the outlet Tuesday he's been battling cancer for the past few months, and they just found out about it in January. It's unclear what type of cancer he had, and his wife, Dana, uh, had told, this is what she told TMZ. Now, Keith was one of the castaways in Survivor San Juan del Sur, Blood versus Water, which was filmed in Nicaragua in the summer of 2014, and premiered on CBS on September 24th of that year. The firefighter from Shreveport, Louisiana, who was considered by many as a seasoned true underdog, managed to outlast nearly all of his younger, fitter competitors. Uh, then uh, 50, the, the then 50-year-old was the 14th person voted out during the last elimination before the finale, making it all the way to the final four. His then uh, 23-year-old son, Wes, who also starred in that season, was the ninth contestant to be voted out. A year later, the fan favorite contestant returned to the 31st season of the show, Survivor, Cambodia, Second Chance, after he was chosen in an online poll asking fans which castaway they wanted Wanted to see again. Fellow castmate Kelly Wentworth, who was also part of the season 29 and 31, expressed her feelings about the devastating loss on Twitter. This is what she said. She said, quote, Keith, a man with the purest heart who brought humor into moments where he was needed most. I'm grateful I had the opportunity to meet Keith and share memories together on the beaches of Nicaragua and Cambodia. My heart is with the entire neo-family. Unquote. Netflix is canceling uh, the DVD by mail rental service on which the company was founded and is planned to mail its last disc on September 29th. The streamer wrapped up 2022 with over 231 million subscribers worldwide, but Netflix no longer discloses the number of people ordering physical DVDs. What we do know is the DVD service reportedly generates around 145.7 million for the company last year, and as of 2011, the DVD service has over 11, uh, 16 million subscribers. Even though Netflix has now shifted its focus to streaming and producing its own content, many die-hard movie lovers still subscribe to the service because of a rare selection it offers with films that are often not available to stream. The beginning of the service date back to 1997 when Netflix co-founder Mark uh, Randolph mailed a Casey Klein compact disc to future co-founder Reed Hastings as a way of testing whether DVDs could be sent through the U.S. Postal Service and come out the other side unscathed. It ended up reaching Hastings in perfect condition, and the two decided to launch a DVD by mail rentals website, which they knew would ultimately fail to keep up with advancing technology. Now the service has been rebranded online as SimpleDVD.com and operates out of a small office in Fremont, California, roughly 20 miles from Netflix headquarters. Since its inception in 1998, Netflix has shipped over 5 billion discs across the U.S. And it has been reported that Netflix is looking to further capitalize on the huge success of the hit South Korean drama Squid Game. Uh, according to a new report, the streaming giant has ordered an American remake of the show with David Fincher, the game... Fight Club allegedly being attached to the project. Trusted Industry Insider Jeff Snyder of the Hot Mike Podcast claimed on Twitter that Nestle is courting uh, courting uh, David Fincher to produce and direct an American take on Squid Game. Jeff additionally noted that while it remains unknown if the acclaimed filmmaker is actually engaging with Netflix on the matter, he said that Netflix badly wants David to helm the project. Fans, however, appear to be against the idea of Squid Game Remake. The original Squid Game didn't need to be in English or originate in America for it to become an international phenomenon and Netflix most watched series ever. Meanwhile, uh, season 2 of Squid Game is set to start its production soon. Squid Game 2 will begin filming in the summer, and the filming will likely last for about 10 months. And we need to talk about Kanye. The upcoming BBC documentary on Kanye West is set to delve into the Chicago rapper's recent recent antics and behavior according to a new report the documentary promises to bring revelation of unknown content surrounding his recent controversies the movie producer jeremy lee recently shared in an interview with variety that in addition to yay's anti-semitic tirades and 2024 presidential election the documentary will divulge much more information Jeremy confirmed that Kanye West knows of the documentary, though he will not be involved in any capacity. The Kanye story will further explore Kanye West's career with help from top music industry executives. uh, Investigative journalist Moby Azhar, who also explored Britney Spears' conservatorship in the film The Battle for Britney, helms the BBC documentary. Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't you go anywhere. featuring uh Lukak Kayla in the lottery, new music from Lotto. Uh, right now, we have 13 minutes left remaining in this show, and for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Yellowstone reportedly will conclude its story soon. If a new report is to be lead, Paramount Network blockbuster series will end after the upcoming second half of its season five. Multiple sources told the New York Post that the decision was made amid an alleged dispute between its leading actor, Kevin Costner, and series creator Taylor Sheridan. Uh, it's the same as with any showrunner and big star they respect, but there's friction," a well-placed production source told the news outlet. Now, meanwhile, a highly placed Hollywood source who previously worked with Taylor added that Taylor's ego might also be the reason for the dispute. The new report arrived after Kevin and some other cast members alongside Taylor ditched Pally Fest at, at the last minute uh, back on April 1st. They were set to attend the special screening and Q&A at the highly publicized event and joint executive producer David Glassier and additional guests. As none of them showed up, the final lineup eventually consisted of Josh Luca, Moe Brings Plenty, Dawn Olivieri, and Wendy Moniz. Harry Styles and Will Ferrell will be the final guests on the Late Late Show with James Corden. It has been rumored that a reunited One Direction made up of Harry, Liam, Louis, Niall and former member Zane could be making a comeback in full on James' last-ever episode, but such speculation has since been squashed, and fans will have to make do with one-fifth of the boy band instead. Harry is no stranger to the show, having appeared on a number of occasions, and he has even filled in for his pal James as guest host several times. One of the first time he appeared on the program was in 2015 as part of One Direction. Elfstar will upcoming appearance bring James' show full circle, as the Hollywood actor was one of his first guests when the show launched in March of 2015. Now, bosses of the Late Late Show recently played now speculation that One Direction would be appearing in James' final episode, but insisted that there is an absolutely brilliant two-hour ep to come. A tweet on the Late Late Show Twitter account read this. It said, quote, nobody loves the boys more than us, but this story isn't just it just isn't true. What is true is we're go- we got an absolutely brilliant two-hour finale planned to celebrate eight years of #LateLateShow at 10 p.m. on April 28. I'm sorry, April 27. Unquote. Now, stars include Tom Cruise, Ben Affleck, Mila Kunis, Seth Meyers, Kate Hudson, Brian Cranston, Millie. Billy Porter and Sharon Stone are all rumored to be appearing in James' final episode, and Adele is expected to be one of James' final carpool karaoke guests. Oh man, I hate to see that this show is leaving. I hate because that's what made the show—the car karaoke—and oh, don't forget, not to mention the the street, uh, the cross crosswalk uh, singing, the crosswalk concert. I'm going to miss that. I, I'm really sad to see James Corden g- going and um, saying goodbye to the Late Late Show because he, unlike other late-night shows and not nothing against them, but his was a little different. His was stood out. And the car, car karaoke and the crosswalk concerts, those were the best. And I'm really going to miss that. I'm really going to miss that. Uh, Alicia Keys is hitting the road soon. On Tuesday, April 18th, the Empire State of Mind hitmaker surprised her online devotees by announcing the date of her Keys to the Summer tour. The 42-year-old broke the excitement news via Instagram by sharing a compilation video of special moments in her life. The track will run through more than 20 cities. It will kick off at Florida's Live Arena in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on June 28th. There will be several stops in cities like Atlanta, Boston, New Orleans, and Seattle, among others. Alicia will wrap the North American tour, which was produced by Live Nation, at the Kia Forum in Inglewood, California on August 2nd. This will mark her first 360 in-the-round concert experience. Keys, the summer tour, follows 2022, the Alicia and Keys World Tour, which included dates in North America and Europe. In May, she will head to Latin America for a series of shows. King Charles had made a personal request for Lionel Richie's performance at the Coronation Concert. The three-times-a-lady legend, who has a timeless back catalog of hits, is set to perform for the British Monarch as part of a concert in the grounds of Windsor Castle a day after Charles, who is now 74, is crowned along with his wife, Queen Consort Camilla, 75, at Win- Win- uh, Winminster Abbey on a May 6th. Now, Lionel will be joined on the star-studded bill by the likes of Katy Perry and Italian tenor Andre Borselli, who will duet with Welch opera icon Sir Brian, Brian uh, Turfell, as well as soul pianist Alexis French and singer-songwriter Freya Ridings. The headliners were revealed after it emerged that Lionel had signed up, along with Take That Trio Gary Barlow, Howard Donald, and Mark Owens. They will be backed by musicians, including a 70-piece orchestra and the, the massive bands of the Household Division and Countess of Wessex String Orchestra with a 300-strong coronation choir all line up to feature in the show. It comes less than a year after the concert to mark the late Queen's Platinum Jubilee, which included music by Queen, Duran Duran, and D- Diana Ross. Frank Ocean was nursing an injury while he was performing at Coachella on Sunday, April 17. Amid criticism over his overwhelming performance, it has been reported that he suffered a serious A serious ankle injury after being involved in a a bike accident just day before he was scheduled to perform. The accident occurred when the 35-year-old star was at Coachella rehearsing his set, according to TMZ. Sources tell the site that the rapper wasn't on stage, though, and that the mishap involved bikes used to roam around the Empire Polo Club grounds. Due to his injury, Dr. Vi Frank to make a change to his production. One of the major changes reportedly involved the use of an ice rink, which was built for his set. A source says over 100 hockey, uh, hockey players from L.A. base hockey teams were cast for an unspecified paid performance. They had rehearsed on an elevated ice rink at Paramount Studios and even got transported to Coachella for a dress rehearsal the week before Frank's show. The cast did join Frank on stage on Sunday, but the skating routine was scrapped. Instead, they joined the Odd Future Wolf Gang Kill Them All member as background dancers, but they mostly walk rather than dance. It's unclear, though, why Frank arrived at his set late and how his injury will affect his Weekend 2 performance. He's scheduled to take the stage again on Sunday, April 23rd. In the meantime, fans were, were uh, still left disappointed following Frank's show over the weekend. Bill, as the final act on Sunday night, the Long Beach native appeared on stage nearly an hour late. He was actually set to begin his set at 10.05 p.m., but it didn't begin until around 10.55 p.m., nearly an hour before the festival's usual 12 a.m. curfew. The, think, the Thinking About You hitmaker reporter was lethargic throughout his set. He then cut his set short after performing a cover of the Isley Brothers at your best, You Are Loved. Motley Crue is working on new music. The band bassist uh, Nikki Six confirmed the news in a post on social media telling fans the group has been busy putting together some new songs and they are planning to head back into the studio this week to start recording. However, the rocker insisted that they don't have a definite plan and are just being guided by the music. In a post on Twitter, Nikki wrote... Quote, well, we are writing. The creative process for songwriting has always been the heartbeat of our band. We're going to go in the big studio next week and record a few off the floor and see where it goes. We don't have a definite plan at this point, just letting the songs guide us. Unquote. Over the weekend, April 16, Nikki added another post in which he stated, creative juices flowing on the weekend, The band won't have much time to get their new track recorded as they are just days away from heading to Europe to continue their joint tour with Def Leppard. The dates kick off in Sheinfeld, UK on May 22nd before heading to countries including Germany, Germany, Poland, Italy, and no Norway. Now, news of the band return to the studio comes amid a legal battle with guitarist Mick Mars, who has accused them of trying to force him out after he had to step back from touring due to health issues. He filed a lawsuit at Los Angeles County Superior Court in early April, in which he claimed his bandmates had been gaslighting him and belittling his musicianship. Megan Thee Stallion and her former record label 1501 Certified Entertainment feud con- few continued to fume as the Houston hottie has alleged that the label exhausted their accounts to keep from paying money owed to her. Now, according to TMZ, on Thursday, April 13, the Plan B MC filed a motion in court that alleged the CEO of 1501, Carl Crawford, is keeping her money money away from her after being the be, being after being with the label since the beginning of her career. Now, Meg claimed that 1501 main bank account holds less than ten thousand dollars, although they've uh, deposited millions of dollars. Per outlet, uh, Megan The Stallion better known is Meg and Pete said Crawford and business partners Jay Prince and uh, Guy Robertson are the only ones receiving payout. She now going, she's now going after the label bosses with these claims to further secure the outcome of their ongoing lawsuit. Meg is asking the judge to get a third party involved in overseeing 1501's certified entertainment bank account. Now, Megan, who signed with the label in 2018, is involved in two lawsuits dating back to 2019. The initial lawsuit was, again, the Traumata- Traumazine rapper for signing a management deal, Jay-Z, Rock Nation, as allegedly without the label knowledge. And in response, the 300 entertainment signee counted suit 1501 for allegedly keeping her from releasing new music and re- renegotiating her contract. Just last year, Meg headed to the court again against the label as she asked the judge to characterize her 2021 tape, Something for These Hotties, as an album, which would fulfill her musical duties with the label. However, 1501 countersued her, calling the project a bullish, a BS-ass mixtape. As none suits had been settled just yet, Crawford took the high road and gave Megan her flowers on Instagram ahead of her headlining AT&T block party performance in Houston last month. Crawford also expressed to TMZ early this year that he wishes he never had a fallout with Megan and hasn't communicated with her in four years. Timberlake has revealed Missy Elliott and Justin Timberlake have albums on the way in an interview with Variety Timbo discussed he is currently working with both longtime collaborators, giving details about their upcoming project, Sonic Direction. The legendary producer explained that his work with Timberlake is reminiscent of 2006 Future Sex Love Sounds and says up to the singer when he wants to release it. As for Elliot, the Virginia native expressed that her album could arrive this summer. Tim also spoke about the album's potential list of features, including Bad Bunny and Puerto Rican Latin <laughs> trap artist, Young Miko. It's been a minute since audience received an album from both Missy Elliott and Justin Timberlake. The legendary artist and producer hasn't dropped a solo studio album in over 15 years with her last LP being 2005, The Cookout. Meanwhile, the Memphis singer-songwriter last effort was 2018 Man of the Woods, which featured production from Rob Knox, The Neptunes, Timberland, and more. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gill. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.